And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. All right, Garage Sale Gold is back. Post-Labor Day sailing out. Beautiful weather here in the Globemobile with Johnny Bueno. We've actually been to a garage sale. Probably uh, one of the ones you've already heard about because... Or no, actually, maybe they didn't hear about it because we might have gone here after we recorded. I think you're right. I think that was uh, Gloat 78 or thereabouts and we ended up just hitting this on the way back yeah like just a few just like a couple blocks from my house literally and uh we it was the first one we hit today because it was right there and as soon as i heard the address i was pretty sure it was this place and this lady was managing the estate sale of obviously a kind of creepy probably gay real estate agent guy and like it sounds like he was like like sort of like collecting collecting people he was a big science fiction fan and today we found out he had a shitload of handcuffs yeah a box full of handcuffs and it's like and it's in a box that's labeled police stuff and it's obvious she's labeling it right and, uh, like, it's not police stuff. <laughs> that was my first thought. I'm like, They um, were police handcuffs, and there were leashes and, and collars and stuff in there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but anyway, big sci-fi fans. So, like, we've been picking up some decent science fiction books there. I got a, a Grease 8-track. Yes, you did. Gre- the Grease soundtrack. I thought I did, too. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I had a couple books, and I put them on top of it, put it on the floor, and, and Jack's just like, how about this, a Grease 8-track? And I'm like, yeah, how about that? You little douche. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I I have phrases in my head, but you little douche isn't <laughs> That one just kind of falls out once in a while from when I lived in New England for five years. They used to say, that's a whole other kettle of fish, but anywho, douche is a, actually a word that's firmly accepted in the lexicon of New England. I hear it used on the radio quite often. It was huge all through my growing up in in elementary school grade school and high school through throughout and uh we had a we had this kid named two two kids actually that were like now that you think of it they were probably like on the autistic spectrum and one of them one of them was definitely like almost um Napoleon Dynamite (laughs) Don Halverson and he had like really big buck teeth and he was tall and gawky like kept to himself but when he talked he'd be like God what is that and and if you like he would be sitting with us uh, Scott Gardner's uncle Randy and I in art class 
and like Randy would say something to him and he'd be just like well I just said that you douche <laughs> and we would from that point on we would try to get him to say douche and there was this other kid and they, oh my god there's three of them now I'm being I'm, each one is reminding me of another one there was a kid um, named Greg Varney and Greg Varney was real skinny and gangly but like tough talking okay so he and he would walk with a strut like down the hall but he was completely like like he would pick fights with people and like he would start swinging and people would put their arms up and his arms would just sort of flop off on it you know it was really weird and like olive oil and yeah and like people would talk to him and he talked like John Wayne and I <laughs> Why are you even talking to me, you douche? And we were, uh, fucking awesome. And the other kid now is Car- Carl Orton. And Carl Orton disappeared in high school. He moved away or something. Okay. But in middle school, Carl Orton was tough. Carl Orton could probably kick your ass. Yeah. And he would walk down the hall like hoping to bump into somebody so everybody called him Snorton Norton because he was just like and he was very poor and like I remember I two things about him besides him calling people douches all the time was he had a t-shirt a white t-shirt wife beater cut off like cut off sleeves like the sleeves like he took scissors and cut them off of a like white Hanes t-shirt and then Magic Martin, Magic Mark, Marker across the front of it. Carl Orton, number one. Yeah. Did he really do that? <laughs> yes. What grade? Oh, it was in it, I, it was in middle school. It was definitely in middle school. So it was it was between sixth and eighth grade. And uh, we also in health class we had to make anti-drug posters. Oh no. And everybody did their, you know, I, I did one with a skull with a noose in a graveyard. And uh, he did one that uh, they were anti-smoking. Actually, they weren't anti-drugs. They were anti-smoking. Right. And this was before I was a smoker, smoky smoker. And uh, he he made one. It was just the words, "Don't smoke, be cool like the Fonz." Hey. <laughs> and for years and years and years, my friends and I, when someone would light a cigarette, would be like, "Hey, don't, don't smoke." smoke. Be cool like the Fonz. Hey. Anyway, we got a got got a little bit of stuff at. Uh, Jackie got some Star Trek books. Star Trek books. I didn't get Star Trek books. I got Star Wars kids books. Oh, oh, you didn't get those Star. Oh, you were showing them to me in case I wanted them. Yes. Oh, okay. I was very surprised. I thought you were buying those, and I was very surprised that you would be interested in in those. No, I got enough junk. Like if I if I could get those for like a quarter a piece and pile up enough of them, I could take them into the used bookstore and get a nice trade on them. He hates the he hates getting them, but if you get him a whole bunch of them, he'll he'll give you a good trade on them. But otherwise, it's just like I don't know. I have no interest in those st- the Star Trek novels except for the '70s ones with the really cool cool cover paintings. But. Anyway, we are on the road. We're going into uh, a lot of uh, unusual territory for th- for this year, especially. 
we're going into into one of the suburbs that we never venture into because there's usually no garage sales there, but there are now. And I'll tell you, this is this is sort of the next couple weeks are a little golden period because it's post Labor Day. This is when all the parents go, all right, everything goes. Clean out your clean out your uh, closets, kids. Getting rid of this stuff. We gotta recoup some money after buying you your stupid new duds for school that you insisted on getting all this expensive stuff. Ooh, this looks a nice. Yeah, I think might, this one might be worth the wait. Oh, this one might be. Oh, this is the um, Dady Brothers. This is uh, this is a good. I've picked up like. Lots of oh my god! I'm shutting the fuck up now. We got a fucking right. nice garage well, sale to go it to. Wasn't the greatest right, garage sale in the world, but not bad. They 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 didn't have as many instruments as they used to. They used to have them lined up, but maybe they've sold a lot of them. I got a five minute banjo course from it looks like the '30s or something, like a little pamphlet with some uh, chord shapes in it. And I got Why Jews Laugh, a record album by, um, what, what is his name? The ra- It's a rabbi, Rabbi Philip. Yeah, let's see. Rabbi Philip Bernstein, recorded in Rochester, New York, and autographed. So, uh probably not worth anything but just I love little historical weirdness things like that and maybe it'll have some Yiddish on it and I'll pick up some more Yiddish words because I love the Yiddish well just listen to the wheeze man wheeze will tell you all sorts of get out of there little squirrel yeah that's true I don't like the wheeze though no every time I've met him he's been a douche been a little douche. Well, remember that time he was supposed to oh, be what did I? Do, what did I do with my drink? Oh, no. Do we need to go back? No, I'll be okay. I'll get another drink somewhere along the line. Remember we played that benefit at the Cornhill, Cobbs Hill? He was supposed to be the Grand Marshal. And he basically just showed up and then just didn't even stop and just kept on going. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um... I remember he was doing a live broadcast at a business right across the street from us when we opened our taqueria. And uh, the bot, and he was like, anybody around here, come on in and see the wheeze. Stop in and say hi. And my boss said, make him some, make him some food, make him lunch and bring it over to him. And we'll get a plug on the air. And I'm like, good idea. So we make up, brother, we some nice Mexican food and bring it over to him. And he's just like, oh, my God, this is great. Oh, my God, this smells great. Where, where are you from? And I'm like, we're from across the street. We're Selena's Taqueria. And uh, he's just like, Taqueria? Sounds like diarrhea. And like just, and I was just like, well, I don't know. There's pizzeria. He's like, I've never heard anything like that. Why would you call it a taqueria? That sounds like you get diarrhea from it. And it's just like, like, like pizzeria. I don't know. Nobody's ever, <laughs> ever uh, said that too. I guess Mexican food does go along with diarrhea better. I, 
I would I would say, but unless you're still. Howard Stern, then it's diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't listened to Howard Stern in a long time, but I bet he's got to be old now. He's mellow, that's for sure. Well, yeah, <laughs> I imagine so. I imagine he's mellow and grumpy. Basically, would probably he's gonna. You know what he's gonna turn into is Don Imus. Is what he's gonna turn into. <laughs> that was gonna turn into his worst nightmare. Is what he's gonna do. He's gonna be like, I'm, 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 you know, he's gonna get that slurred, grumpy speech. And as soon as he puts the cowboy hat back on, it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's, it's over. over. It's over, Howie. <laughs> it's over, Howie. All right. Well. We'll be back with more garage shells. Should have some interesting stuff. All right. It's Frank Zappa's song with Sugar Cane Harris played violin. We are just stopped at a couple garage shells. Um, <laughs> we didn't buy it. But there was a really obscene giraffe lying on its back with its mouth wide open. Maybe that might even be the picture for this week's Garage Shell Gloat. But uh, the only thing we got there if is that... If it's not, there is definitely need to be an investigation. Into that, yes. I mean, into the expression on that poor giraffe's face that, yeah. as you stick that bottle It's, th- it's a wine its bottle holder. And yeah, you have to stick the wine bottle through its legs and then the end into its mouth which can only be like um really at best described as like a blow up doll mouth <laughs> the, the most charitable description of it we're talking uh, about a giraffe it's a man. giraffe yeah long, giraffe. long neck baby <laughs> i guess long so neck. and uh did you see that freaking let's just say rather large american couple Oh, look, honey, a wine holder. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, please buy it. I was going to say something like, you know, you should buy it because otherwise I will. <laughs> it was $7. It was pushing the limit. She might have been able, you might have been able to get it down to like five or something. I mean, if you're John Waters, you have five of those. Bro. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't even have wine in my house or, or else I would have gotten that just to hold the wine. If I brought that into my house... I don't think the executive producer would allow me or that together. It to would, go into it, it would get welcome with open giraffe arms in my house. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing we bought is I bought a, a mask of a weird like. It looked like a zombified Waldo. It, well, he's got like a chip nose. It's like an a weird old white guy face with a chimp nose and and Waldo it's the glasses that make him look like he's got like Waldo glasses and Google googly eyes not re, not true like googling googly yeah, eyes but big rubber. old bug eyes yeah rubber bug eyes he looks like something out of like an old mad magazine or a not brand act or something like that old crazy he looks like a Harvey Kurtzman character or something there you go but, early, uh, early John Severin. Yeah, John Severin for sure. Yes, that's what he totally looks like. It's more John Se- Severin for sure. Or Wally I love, I love, or Wallywood. 
But I, I feel I feel John Severin is more on the on the money with that one. Yep. Before I love he, John Severin art. Yeah. Before we really got you know his '50s stuff is pretty iconic. His and uh, there's a couple of them like that. Joe Sinat was definitely one. Romita, um, that's where he started breaking in with his teeth. I I so I I first saw Severin's work in. Cracked magazine. Yep. Because he did a lot of stuff in Cracked. Yep. And I love just his style. It's like realism and cartoony mixed together. And then I picked up like I think it was either creepy or eerie, and it was a creepy. It was a creepy, and it was all John Severn stories. Nice. And it was amazing. I all science fiction stories, and it's beautiful. All right. Well. So. We are two minutes away. Two minutes away from another one. Another one. Yeah, a little bit more distance while we're out here, as they used to say in the sticks. Although, the sticks have been built up now. Still distance. Yeah, this is an area, this is, we're getting into some place we don't usually garage sale, and it's going to be really interesting. Like I said, Hoping that a lot of parents are cleaning out their kids' closets. That last one, actually, did they had some high-tech kid toys. Yeah. Robots, and, high-tech robots and stuff. All right. Merle Lane. Let's see what this one's got for us. Oh. The lovely composer, Brian May. Although not the Brian May that did the soundtrack to Mad Max. No, Brian May of Queen, who did the soundtrack to Flash Gordon, which we are now listening to the dulcet tones of. Ah, we just went to another, looks like real Christian household, lots of bible stuff. But remember how last week Jackie got those record and, and storybook sets? I got same size, but they're, it's not the same. It's a record and CD sets. A CD and book. A CD and book sets, yes. And, like, I wish they did, like, the, the cardboard sleeve for the record is just so cool. And having a CD and a little plastic CD holder inside of it isn't, it isn't the same. But I got Star Wars, Jedi, and a Rebels book and story. Ezra's Wookiee Rescue or something like that. So I'm very curious to see if the Star Wars and the uh, Jedi storybook stories are the old story of Star Wars records or if they um, if they um, updated them and did new new audio adaptations it'll be very interesting to hear and the Rebels one too I'm very interested to hear how they did that because these are all Disney so Disney probably retained the actors and stuff for that and probably just use sound from the TV show but who knows there may be like a Rebels ad- or adventure with all different voice actors or something it's going to be interesting as long as John Boyega's on there I don't care he's probably not not on <laughs> Rebels it might have Freddie Prince Jr. but we shall see the original Star Wars, um, now that I'm thinking of it, the story of Star Wars records were on Buena Vista Records, which was Disney. So Disney was putting out Star Wars stuff back in the day, way 30 years, 
more than 30 years before they acquired the property. Very interesting. Buena Vista. Buena Vista. Buena Vista Records. I didn't record it again. Yeah. There's a hearse for sale back there. Ooh, really? I'd like a hearse. That would be a great Gloatmobile. That would be the ultimate Gloatmobile. No, the ultimate Gloatmobile is a Sanford and Son yeah. pickup truck. And I've always thought, yeah, but those things are terrible on gas. Guess what? I was just reading about the like the actual model of the Sanford and Son. Like the engines don't like to die ever. They're all still running pretty good. And they're like more energy efficient than modern cars. So I definitely want like a Sanford and Son. But yeah, we've hit like three or four garage we've hit more than three or four because there's been like a bunch of them where there's two or three clumped together clumped together we hit a estate sale squash cukes tomatoes <laughs> i squash cukes and tomatoes whenever i see them um <laughs> but we're like we're must be like the most boring part of the suburbs because it's all been just knickknacks and kids clothes kids clothes and workout stuff and bad DVDs hardcover I mean if you're if you're in Ashton Kutcher you're in luck because every one of his I'll call them in air quotes films oh yeah or if you're looking for the complete run of friends right I've seen it a couple times out here today totally box sets of friends by the season yeah the wimpy kids (laughs) All right, Copper Kettle Road. But uh, yeah, the only thing, the only thing like any of us have bought in the last like six, seven garage sales, I got a set of uh, Dukes of Hazard playing cards, or not playing cards, but the Dukes of Hazard card game, and it was in, like in a plastic baggie, so it's like not going to be worth anything. But I think it'd just be fun to have the as a buck, fun to have the cards. They might might be a a potential art project in the future i have a lot of board game pieces and so i I, i'm thinking to take it just like whenever i see cheap scrabble games just buying them and chucking the scrabble game and keeping the tiles because people buy the tiles for totally for for money to do their art projects with everybody's doing art these days yeah everybody wants to do art i know covid made them all bored that's why my wife is doing what she's doing. Oh. Is it? Oh, is that a garage sale or is that just a messy? That's somebody like cleaning, their, cleaning their garage. cleaning their garage out. Oh, there it is. All right. All righty. We are on the road home. We just just run out of run, rummage sales, folks run out of I don't know it was very suburban I'm kind of excited because I got to look at my uh, Star Wars read-along books and uh, um, A New Hope and Return of the Jedi are both voiced by different voice actors so and it's 2015 Disney so it may be a dramatic adaptation of Star Wars movies that I haven't heard yet could be could be. 
It's it, or it could be. Well, no, I'm imagining the ones you got last week are like mini versions of the story of Star Wars, the full album version. Correct. So I'll bet you they have, you know. I think the term is excerpts. Yes, but all of those Star Wars with the excerpts, a lot of them have different, like, some of the takes are different ones that weren't in the movies. And, uh... So they're outtakes. They're outtakes. They're, they're alternate takes, but since they were, it was easier for them to mix in for a record or whatever, it sounded better, you know, it was more discernible as an audio thing than it, you know, than the one in the movie, so, so, or whatever reason, or maybe it was just, they got the wrong one, but, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of weird little inconsistencies like that, so that's always fun, but it's always fun when they get other, other voice actors to do it, except Anthony Daniels is on all of them, because... He doesn't care. Because do he is a droid, that's why. He'll do C-3PO he drops. Oh, is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, I he think is. so. I know R2 died. Yes, and Chewbacca. Yes. And Darth Vader. Yes. Dave Prowse. Dave, Darth Vader's body. Yes. Darth Vader's voice is still alive, but just CG, but just uh, AI now. But the actor is still alive. The actor's dead. Or the voice actor's alive. Oh, yes. The actor is dead. Dave Prowse is dead. Yes. All right. Well, that's a cheery, cheery end to Garage Sale Glow. We tend to do that sometimes. But uh, let's see what's on FM just so we can have some music. Oh, Jesus. No, I had something else better planned instead. Oh. Jesus. Thank you. 